0: It's really about the path to move away from codependent relationship into interdependent relationship where you have the power to dive deep into the divine aspect, the spiritual realm to manifest whatever whatever connection to that realm, whatever you find uh, yourself uh, in touch with and choose that path rather than being always Depending on other people, you can have that authentic voice to get you, elevate your consciousness.
1: Welcome to Into the Light Podcast. This is where we will be discussing and exploring all things Ascension. Ascension journey, Ascension journey mapping, and understanding how we can deepen and increase our spiritual and healing journey along with understanding concepts around the global consciousness awakening that's happening, quantum energy healing, personal growth and enlightenment, trauma healing, and so much more as we learn together from experts in the field. I'm your host, Adina Movana, and I appreciate you taking the time to join me today. Let's dive in. Welcome to Into the Light.
2: I'm your host Adina Movana. Today we have Manar Azrek, a gender non-binary peaceful activist born in Israel to a Christian Palestinian Arab family in Israel. She is an advocate for trust, healing and social change. Her book, The Practice of Trust, blends Autobiography and self help, offering insights to overcome life's challenges and find an authentic voice. As the founder of Transformation by Fire, she extends healing and recovery services to, in natural disaster areas, embodying her commitment to peaceful activism. With a focus on supporting individuals in breaking free from societal norms, her work highlights the power of trust and resilience in navigating life's complexities. Menar's impactful journey and in advocacy inspires others to embrace their authentic selves and contribute to a positive change in the world. Thank you so much, Manar, for being here. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> me too. Thank you so much for having me. All right. I'm, I'm excited because we've been getting to know each other the past couple weeks. I've been attending these Palestinian restorative justice circles, hosting those meetings, and you've been talking... Such an inspiration for your your story. I've been learning about your background, coming to where you are today and the healing journey and the healing work that you've been doing, as well as your book, which I think is the main reason why we wanted to talk today. So tell me a little bit more about your book and how, how you how you started developing this, this work that you've been doing and why it's so important to you. Thank you so much. Yes,
0: it it really started with a choice, making the choice, the right choice, I should say, to like I knew that all paths lead to Rome I was I was accepted to my master's degree in sustainable peace through sports and at the International University of Monaco south of France and I was accepted I I got even a personal scholarship and I was already announced I told my family back home I'm going leaving California and going to Monaco to do my master's degree and I just realized on the day of the flight or the week of the flight, just I, my body says, no, no, you're not ready. You're not done with California. And so I know that I wanted to please my mom because academic, it's, it's her thing. It's her desire and passion. And so I did my bachelor degree in education. But I realized that I need to start choosing for what's right for me. And what really would serve me, and what matches my soul, and I love to experience things rather than academically always focus on other research and contents outside of my. I I kind of like knew that I have a book in me, and I my voice is important, and my message is important, and that I have give up so many things, or maybe I should say sacrifice a lot of things including seeing my relative, going back home. I have not been since 2006, since the day I came to California. So I realized that there's a journey that life is putting me on, and I need to be loyal to myself. And that made me realize that, okay, I say to the International University of Monaco, thank you. I bowed out from the master's degree, and immediately I searched for an... A coach who trains authors to birth their book. And the coach here in Silicon Valley, I found him and he said, he wrote a book about how to write a book. And he said, everyone has a story. So everyone has at least one book to share. And I kind of like believed prior to me meeting him, he was just matching, echoing my resonating with what I felt inside. So it's a choice. It's really about choosing your 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 path and the, what works for you. Not to make anyone else wrong for that, but it's just be loyal to your truth and your path.
2: Yeah, amazing. Well, what I liked about your book is it's a combination of like, self-help and surrendering in order to in overcoming codependencies and other issues and and it's 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 also in combination with your personal story and brings in things about your family lineage and the whole even the socio-political environment in israel palestine and and what's happening in gaza right now so it's really timely for people to to read this particular book and learn about how from what i understand it's like we're all, we're all dealing with certain internal battles and healing work in our own self, and we want to bring that work to what's happening on our planet today, right, and, and heal, heal those problems and heal things, even bigger problems like war and that kind of thing. So how does your book really dive into how we can resolve some of these issues that we're seeing even with the conflict that's emerging in, in, the, in the world today?
0: Right, right. So you're right the book is actually it's a woven three elements is woven in the book is my story and my journey of how I became a healer and how you can find the heal, healer within you it's really about the path to move away from codependent relationship into interdependent relationship where you have the power to dive deep into the divine aspect the spiritual realm to manifest whatever whatever connection to that realm whatever you find uh, yourself in touch with and choose that path rather than being always depending on other people you can have that authentic voice to get you elevate your consciousness and get you higher and higher and another aspect in the book which is the third aspect is that i weave a lot of practices from breath work and conscious awareness of the body and how the inner di- dialogue, you can change the inner dialogue from a, a conflicted one or par- paradoxal one into more harmonious and peaceful. Mm. To to achieve that, it's a lot of inner work. Yeah. So I I give my example of how I, as a wounded healer, what I had to go uh, face and what life journey took me from a very early age and like a person like me i fall under three categories of violence i experienced three different violations in my life just by being born in that region the israel-palestinian conflict and being a non-binary nobody really understood my gender of course that makes the child confused (laughs) so as a child i used to kind of like wonder Am I, am I, where do I belong? Gender and also national, like who, where do I belong? And also, you know, based also really, am I really, I feel Jesus in my heart. Do I really feel like I'm Christian? So all these questions and being in the middle, I lived in the space in between and I still do because I mastered, I feel like I mastered that field and it has a lot to teach us. mm mm-hmm. The space in between, and I think that's why a lot of the kids from this generations are coming with these two spirit, non binary, fluid. They're like ex. They live in that space in between. They're not defined as mass male or female, but that goes almost in any in any field. Even when you use words, so I do sound for healing. I do sound mm-hmm. medicine, right? So, so when you stop using words and you go into that realm of sound and vibration and start weaving internally with humming and vibration and sound the space in between thoughts and between feelings <laughs> so something else reveals itself and that's just another like like what really lies beneath thoughts mm-hmm. or what's beneath have you ever asked what is beneath your emotions what's what's really the the underline of all that that we think and feel what's hidden there and how can we tap into that medicine or tap into that field and find the medicine so Mm -hmm. it's just a it's it's an exploration
2: (laughs) right right yeah well it's like I mean the way I understand the healing work when we start talking about like the frequencies of sound and and why that works and bringing us into those higher vibrational energy states it's, it's it's so important for healing over trauma or becoming more balanced so yeah and and I feel like your story is really powerful because it's it's really about breaking out of so many of these societal norms and kind of like the constructs that we've created and you've been in this situation where you're you're born into like a society that's in like you said you don't know like you have to combine being israeli with palestinian being arab being male and female so it's like those create the most powerful stories for us to learn from and and really help us break out of those constructs that we've created as humanity right for this mind, for this whole mind. healing journey to, yeah. to begin with so yeah so tell me a little bit more about the healing work that you do or that you came to because I know you mentioned sound healing and you were mm. also physically you're an athlete and, and everything right when you were growing up so how did you how did you come to the healing work and what kind of modalities do you focus on when we're talking about like even healing physical or mental issues with mm. your with your clients yes absolutely
0: Yes, I used to be the judo champion of my old country, Israel. So for seven consecutive years, I was holding that title. Mm -hmm. I worked very hard on the judo mat practicing, and I'm just, I became very good at it. And I feel like I mastered this field on the judo mat. But as soon as I left the mat, I became more like like, I took the principles of the judo and the principles of Dr. Steiner, Rudolf Steiner, as a Waldorf teacher. Mm. And the two of them combined really helped me access the inner landscape, my inner emotional body, so I can really assist all these thoughts and mental stuff, like all the stuff that I have questions about and I'm seeking and I'm trying to... Because... You gotta push through something. Through, I like to call it through limitations. Mm. We push through limitations within ourselves first, and you push through the inner prisoner, or you welcome the voice, the whisper voice inside of you, or the 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 voice that got locked in. You you are silenced about that voice, and so when you start opening and give and give more love instead of fear of voicing, you know, mm. like I remember being afraid to say to the Israelis that I'm Palestinians or to say to the Palestinians that I'm Israeli, they, they just come at me like I, <laughs> as if I am, how dare I, like I, I triggered a lot of people just by the way I was, yeah. where I was born and the way my natural, I was born into this conflict. And, but this is not just around that conflict. This is true about gender. If I were to say I have a young male energy inside of me, a lot of men, it will be triggering for triggering. them and very intimidating yes. for them, right? And and vice versa. Even though I have this beautiful female body, I am inside of me, yes, a non-binary. I, could, I move in and out of that. I, I don't define as one thing. And that's what, hard, what is very hard for people because people are so holding on to the, the how they define themselves. So I like to say, I am a child of this world. I am a citizen of this earth. And I am a child of God, an energy, a, a cosmic energy we all carry. And I was born into this Palestinian-Israeli conflict. But I don't have to stay only... Defined as such. I was born into that and I found ways to Breakthroughs within me to leave that consciousness and now I'm looking at it from a different perspective I am also an American now and I'm also when I read any Any spiritual text I relate to Buddhism when I read Buddhism Tao the same thing mm. and I, I'm a Muslim when I read Quran and when I read the Bible I'm a Jew, and so on and so forth. So, I am everything, and so are you. That's how my person. If I can do it, and not just get—I don't know when I use the word stuck, yeah. but not get prisoned into one identity. Mm. And you can always choose where it's like eating from a, a, a feast, a table full of food. You can choose and pick and if you like more tabbouleh go for it you
2: know <laughs> yes i do yeah because what you're describing to me is like the process of how we are like layering in multiple identities as we as we go along and as we even go into like our ascending into higher levels of consciousness as as we're like i talk about the global consciousness awakening and the importance of you know deconstructing our belief systems and creating the new the new systems the new layers of of the identity that we are that we that we are really finding our authentic self right and and kind of resonating at that vibration of authenticity and life is a journey getting there, right? Because we're, we're we're held back, we're pushed down, we're, we're put in these little boxes of like, you're this or you're that. And so much of that spiritual awakening journey is dismantling all of that. And so that's very powerful. And you know what I noticed when you talked about like triggering people, like, i find (laughs) yeah like what is that in order some people will say it has to be you have to reveal it in order to heal it right so tell me and i think your program is called what is it uh, the transformation by fire right so tell me a little bit about that because triggering people are like don't trigger me but then in reality we have to surface this stuff Right. right exactly
0: so yes i am the founder of transformation by fire and it's about offering a platform for a collective healing and recovering from natural disasters. Mm -hmm. And doing so with so many practitioners in Northern California, that became a very successful day of healing in four different counties. Mm -hmm. And then I quickly learned that actually, yes, the fire, the wildfires came and burned a lot of homes and people died and had to misplace them. And a lot of mess and chaos started happening because of these Wildfires, but quickly I learned that it's actually the inner fire that we are also dealing with. Mm-hmm. the The love that we lost, the truth that wasn't told, the the lie that we kept believing in and thinking that one day it's gonna change. And as I speak now, <laughs> I still have these beliefs. Mm-hmm. I am not any different. I just realized that there is a space we can all gather and meet each other in a safe and create a safe space and reveal these truths and and secrets, Mm. and um, hold ourselves with a gentle way, and start releasing the heavy energy, or the whatever is being heavy energies that we are holding, we can just start releasing and peeling all these layers, so you are lighter, and when you are lighter, I mean, literally, you're connected to the light, but you're lighter like a feather, Mm. so to speak, and then you have much more receptivity or more open to to move more freely and open and then you can welcome a new energy and new calling invoke something different okay. and so that's no matter where you are and what you do in life it becomes a time where you every year actually you need to let go i mean the nature shows us that every year mm. right the the, the leaves the the the, the yeah. fall is is yeah so we have to, and this is true for all my brothers and sisters Palestinians who there is a past and life changed reality happened trauma really occurred in on our beloved land of Palestine and there was a new reality and an establishment of a country called Israel and not every Palestinian liked to hear that because it's it's really you can label it occupation and what are the uh, apartheid and whatever the state of israel resonates or say to you or tells you about you know the story in your head but ultimately it's our story in our head but the reality is that there is a state and it's called israel and it's on the land of what used to be palestine and so if we're gonna deny that we're not going anywhere with this you can't deny that this took place right the trauma took place the state is created but this is true for anything you cannot deny your own inner child wounds either you can't bypass the alcoholic father or whatever whatever dynamic you lived. you cannot bypass these conjunctions and of time and space that Some something wrong happened, something took place that it was overwhelming, and that's what really caused you to shut down or be hold this anger or whatnot. The trauma, everyone is different, and so these triggers. When I say yes, I trigger just my design, I trigger a lot of people. These triggers are, in my opinion, my humble opinion, these triggers are gifts, and you can always welcome because you have no idea when the next trigger is going to happen and how you're going to be overwhelmed. Someone is going to poke you and wake up what was asleep, and then you're going to feel overwhelmed by these feelings, and you're going to blame the other person for triggering that. But the other person gifted you an amazing opportunity, in my humble opinion, to release or address or give love to what you have been... Mm surviving, putting these emotions to sleep, and instead of blaming anybody outside of you, my advice will be always say, I thank you for the trigger, and I apologize for my behavior, mm-hmm. because the trigger takes over our body, and really, you have no control. It's like when you talk to and someone under the influence of drugs and alcohol. they, You have no idea who you're talking to. I mean, yes, you're talking to the person, but there's something when they are under the influence, something bigger, spirit of the alcohol or when they overtake it, of course, they overdo it, they are not in control of their behaviors. Mm. I say that also in my book, I write a lot about that, mm. how we are all wounded and we carry the good, the bad and the unique from our what we inherited from our families and it's in our DNA. And so the journey is to really... Love yourself and and connect the dots in your life so you can find healing and not ever blame somebody else for how you feel because your feelings belong to you. And if you can get to a point in life that you can say, thank you for the trigger and I apologize for my behavior, meaning taking full responsibility for how you behaved because that thing that triggered you really took you off balance, took you off of guards you are right. not prepared we're all guilty I mean we're all human this is just a, a part of being human mm-hmm. when we, you scream it or whatever that trigger might affect however that might affect you when these moments and know that it's a gift nothing but a gift for you and in the moment you don't see it and you just upset and angry because you didn't expect
2: that but after a while you want to actually look at it as a gift amazing yeah the the trigger as a gift right that's and it and it really makes us look inward do that inner work i love that you brought it back to kind of self reflection and self love we hear that so much and you also mentioned kind of doing this work and and it's like a natural part of our our human process and Right now it's the, what, the winter solstice day and we're, yeah, we're celebrating that rebirth process, right, <laughs> with with everything that's happening. And tell me a little bit more about how we can, like, look at doing this inner work, to create bigger healing for the for the collective like and and you know how does it how does our own inner journey our own inner healing work then create actual change in in our world because right now we're talking about israel and palestine and everyone's triggered and a lot of traumas occurring so what do you see as a path forward to really create that kind of change that's going to have that that real world consequence that's a, that's a big question
0: yeah and i see several yeah questions like in that one question yeah or several answers well the one thing that i really on a personal level always say don't assume don't just assume that you're gonna have this reaction or you're gonna have this when you whatever call and when you interact or the Assuming something is actually being a little bit lazy, mm. it's better to call and check. Better to really ask and find out before you just generalize and put... Because that's what the mind wants to do.
2: Yeah, no put, assumptions, put, right? You know, yeah.
0: the mind wants to put things in category. That's how we really... That's how the function... Yeah, compartmentalization. Compart- that's the word mm-hmm. I'm looking Compartmentalization. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very easy just to... Shut somebody outside of you. However, as soon as you do that, you actually shut something inside of you. I mean, you think you're, oh, I can't, I'm going to draw a line here, move away. Mm. But you, once you amputate, I'm using that very harsh verb. I mean, verb, it's, it's amputation is when you really cut one of your, right? <laughs> yeah, cut actually. your it's limbs. It's messy. <laughs> yeah, it's messy. It's it's painful. It's bloody. And you do not want to, Yeah draw a line and push somebody outside of sever it yeah for, for mm-hmm. because you're hurt if you are hurt that means if you track that hurt you're gonna very quickly find out that someone back then when you were three five whatever seven mm. hurt you and most likely these are loved ones who cared for you and not did not understand or understood back then what you needed or what you wanted or what was that desire. So. The hurt you're experiencing today in this moment from your friend or partner or such, whoever, colleagues, it's basically, it's an act of love. It's an act of deep, deep love because that reminds you that you're, you're <laughs> incomplete in life until you heal that hurt. And, and mm-hmm. what we do when someone hurts us, we just push them away. We don't want, not want to feel that.
2: <laughs> yeah. We want to block it off for our protection. Like our ego is protecting us from that pain. Right. right? So you
0: end up moving away from the hurt. Right. Which that's what I did. The, I left the Middle East because right. I couldn't tolerate that. It was too much. And so there's an expression. They say, leave the wound, leaving the nest wounded and returning a mature mm. person. So take that time when you are away from the wounded nest to heal Mm. and then grow and heal even more and grow even more so much so that you love yourself enough to go back and face what you have left behind and Mm. take your time there's no time limit you can, as much as you feel it's like one, separation in order
2: to. sometimes in our relationships yeah. we have to separate right. or we have to separate from our parents that hurt us and we have to go through a healing process before we can reintegrate that right, right. yeah yeah
0: but not not to make them wrong i mean the, the the big the the one thing that i would like to remind myself and others is if we keep saying the story that Whomever on the other
2: side hurt me and took from mm-hmm. me and this, this and you want me. vengeance or you want re- retaliation, retribution? Yeah, and you want reparations. <laughs> yes. how many words do you think? Of? Yeah, and you want
0: to <laughs> kind of like revenge? No, I mean, you have to the the mind. It's like a snowball. If you don't stop yourself right away when you see a negative thought, yeah, that negative thought will run the show. And before you know it, you have many negative emotions. And that's mm-hmm. what's happening with all that social media. We're seeing a lot of ugly stuff and the mind start. we cannot, we, there's no way for us to comprehend what's happening on the other side. These are images that are brutal and, and really ha- very heavy to, to watch uh, the news. That's why I moved away 22 mm-hmm. years ago because yeah. I realized it's like poison. It's like, imagine, like sugar, you eat sugar, <laughs> sugar is poison too, right? I yeah. mean, you have brown sugar and, and other <laughs> stuff to ease the way, but to white, white sugar is poison. So are you going to eat another cake after you ate two cookies <laughs> or, or are you going to say, oh, that's the snowball I'm talking yeah. about? You can't just keep eating or feeding yourself on the mental level, the ugly stuff. You have to be conscious of saying, you know what? I need to stop the way I think for a minute, take a deep breath and really re- re-examine my heart because the biggest or the longest distance ever existed, it's between the mind and the heart. Mm. So if you let the mind take you on a, on a, a way, on a, a story or conversation that would not bring you into wholeness, mm. you're going to keep amputating this person and amputating mm-hmm. that person and then now it's Israel and then this and that and Pal- and they're doing the same thing about the Palestinians I mean it's, it's never going to end we are brothers and sisters and we meant to be together
1: mm-hmm. we,
0: but we meant to really now more than ever uh, in 2023 we're realizing that we need help from the world and we need to really wake up to what is possible and not destroy each other and this is true on a interpersonal level and a community level family constellation and collective country and even the world so everything starts from that breath you are breathing the good vibration Mm -hmm. you are good you are taking care of yourself and you are breathing positivity and bring try to bring yourself and see the whole picture i know it's harder than saying it or hearing it than doing it Mm -hmm. uh, for me too but it's absolutely worth expanding mm-hmm. instead of holding bridge over something that you have no control over,
2: yeah, right well, you said I think in your book, or you have this concept of moving from separation, we hear about like the illusion of separation, and we talked about that compartmentalization process or the social con- construct that are creating our separation, so moving, so what I'm seeing is that the way that we really move from. I think it is from separation to, to, to trust joy. and whole, to what did you say? To joy. To joy, yeah, and wholeness and yeah. and all of that. So this is such important work that we do on a spiritual level and, and then, yeah, have that ripple effect to the, to the consciousness as a whole, right? Yeah. So what do you see as the real, like, path forward for the, the Palestinian cause and what do you see happening for the greater plan like where do you think we're going from here as terms of there's these the genocide the the problems like where do you see this really envisioned for the future
0: (laughs) yeah well I there's a lot of
2: forgiveness work that needs to
0: take place Mm -hmm. a lot of coming together and crying together and asking asking forgiveness and both sides I'm not gonna I mean there's no comparison what Israel is doing no so ever not so ever comparison what Hamas did but it's not about that it's about it's it oh gosh it's so hard to move from this place because we're still under that not just occupation but under the 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 bombs are, the ceasefire is not here so first to you gotta we have to stop this from happening again mm-hmm. and then Take a breath. We cannot just be under this is not, not even survival. It's it's we are in a massacre mode. It's not survival mode. It's a, it's worst the worst that humanity can ever experience. Any on any on any level. And so we have not learned anything. The the, the world when you know, Germany and when Hitler did the same thing to so many ethnic groups, including Jewish people, here we are doing it again to the Palestinian in, in, in Gaza and the West Bank I mean this is beyond the word horrible I I find myself that I, I don't have words to describe what's going on my mind is not operating on a level to understand the brutality and the violence and the level of uh, evilness that is ha- so I don't have the words I'm so sorry <laughs> I really I'm I'm I can't. I can't even watch what's going on. And so, can you imagine people who are living through this nightmare? It's just and every say every word I say it would not it's it's not will not make it. As I said, I don't have the language the, to to describe something because this is not humane. Mm-hmm. We usually have words to describe something that it's a it's natural and human, but this is beyond the beyond, the beyond, we have no words, I have no words, me, myself, and I. And so because of that, we need to be alert, alert very much so on how the world is using this, these weapons. And here in America, whether you believe your taxes is supporting it or or. We are all silenced. I mean, we do our best, and yet the war is still happening. How can that even be? I, I Like, I'm helpless, and I feel so sad that that I have no power in me to stop this. But if we come together in a different way, yes, we are marching, millions of people all around the world, but that needs to stop no more. This is the—that's where we draw the line. This is going to end at some point, and then— we should all continue to come together and p- preventing this from happening to any ethnic group, to any race, to anyone, to any child. No more. It needs to stop. This, yeah, it's beyond human. I am I, sorry. Yeah, yeah what do you, it's
2: funny because like I, you have a lot of, you, you're, you came from a Christian family, you yeah. understand Muslims, you understand Buddhism. So wh- oh, I got yeah. this, what do you, what do you say to people who are really like, even just, feeling disconnected or angry at god in the first place like why why is god allowing all the babies to be dead and all unaliving all these like and and how do we how do we reconcile our faith and our belief systems or our spirituality in any regard like even even doing this work in the first place like why like you talk about well my you want to stay religious or you want to be spiritual but how do, we, how do we explain why, I guess the age-old question, why does God allow these things to happen? What do yeah. you say to that?
0: Yeah, well, it's definitely this, whatever is happening right now in Gaza, it's the dark side of humanity. And like all of us, we have the dark side of us mm-hmm. as, as human beings, the blind spot the sh- the shadow like you can say Hamas is the shadow of the Palestinians and mm-hmm. and what's happening in the IDF it's also the shadow of the country whatever however you want to put it yeah. these dark parts of us they they need to transform we need to help the dark the blind spots in our lives personally and the collective to transform into the light mm-hmm. so they're really coming at us in a bombarding us with this darkness mm-hmm. at a we are in the today what is it solstice it's a solstice we're so in the, the, dark the dark of the year t- the yeah. darkest
2: time of the year the <laughs> what do you do when so
0: much darkness is is really appeared to be the reality in 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 some areas we have to bring them hope and bring them light and provide them with tools to access the light and healing As part of light and more healing, and this is generations to come. It's not going to be one year or one word or one interview. It's (laughs) it's 20, 30 years, if not more. I mean, look at Hiroshima, for example. The atomic bomb took the entire city down. Mm. If you look at Hiroshima today, you will see a thriving city, way better than what was mm. so why do we have to go into this <laughs>
2: destroy it all first? Why, why do we have to
0: yeah <laughs> live live through these pain right. excruciating pain on so many levels? Mm. Not to mention those who take that pain in on a physical knock on wood not upon us but but Hiroshima today is a it's it's a different consciousness mm. a different place and I haven't been there yet but I know a lot of Japanese people who said. It took what it take, and the Japanese people got together mm. with a lot of support and help, and they just built Yoshima again. Mm. Even though the 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 second generation, the newborn, they kept uh, the radiation of that bomb. Mm. They kept birthing kids with a lot of radiation. It's like unfathomable. Again, that the impact of of a violent act. It's not just no one day. It's it's a life. Journey, right? right? So, so that's what needs to happen. the The dark needs to be integrated into the light, and the light will take over, and we're gonna see a better days,
2: and that will carry for lifetime. <laughs> amazing into the light right the light. that's what we're doing <laughs> thank you yeah well that's amazing Manar and so I, I know we got to wrap up soon this has been an amazing conversation but oh, where you. where do people go because I know you you have your book it's yes. on Amazon yes. right to give us a little bit more information where yes. people can go if they want to work with you and I know you do your healing work and a lot of services that you're building up for the communities so yeah where can people go to follow you and, and get connected if they want
0: Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. My book, it's called The Practice of Trust. Mm-hmm. And you can find it on many, not just Amazon, I and mean, definitely on Amazon, but Barnes and Nobles and other oh, nice. other platforms. <laughs> and I have a website for the book as well. It's called thepracticeoftrust.com. So you can buy it from there as well. And I do a lot of work in person with different communities in San Francisco Bay Area, especially in the north and also the south and mm-hmm. east bay my circles is about empowerment through the voice, mm-hmm. and I have a process uh, that I lead. It's called Voice Your Spirit, and uh, and I do them in a in a intimate settings, very safe uh, settings, and very a group process. It's a it's a calm, safe, and a gradual way to mm-hmm. really allow, even even when people come to me, they say, "Oh, I don't know how I." T- I don't know how to sing and I don't know how <laughs> my voice and and trust me when when you when you take that experience with me you will find yourself opening your voice very very with ease and the sound of your voice will just just show up and uh, you'll blossom with that and so I do Sufi medicine prayers concerts and mm. I do sound bath and yeah a lot of good work that I help people access their voice in relationship to the breath cycle and body connection and correlating the cycle of breath and the body motions to find that ease and access the voice and with that, we will sing and sing with the medicine. I sing in five languages mm. and you will be experiencing two of them are very, very ancient, not even spoken anymore, Sanskrit and Aramaic. Uh-huh. And it's a very powerful work. So if you want to speak the truth, if you have things that you're still hiding or you want to integrate your shadow or grief anything that will bring you into wholeness. This whole process, voice your spirit, will bring you into wholeness. And yes, the the sound is the medicine of the future. So I welcome you into my circles to open your voice and sound with ease. Amazing. I love Thank that. You. Yes, we'll have, yeah. I do have a website yeah, called what's... Holistic Solutions with a W, like
2: whole Holistic solutions.org
0: solution, yeah. uh-huh. And that's where you can have a lot of, uh, a lot of information about where where I facilitate these circles and offer different events. I also have To the Middle East Lovers. I have every Friday Pacific Time at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. I stream live to the Middle East. It's 9 p.m. there. One of my sessions. And it is a, a gift from my heart
2: to the, to the world. So <laughs> tune in and join me. Amazing. I love that. So we'll have all of those links under this episode and people can get in touch with you get your book sign up for these online resources that are streaming to the middle east even so i just love that and of course like the sufi circles and bringing in people from different religious and spiritual practices together uh, in this healing process so i'm so excited we got connected (laughs) uh, manar and this has been a great episode and i'm just excited to have you back hopefully in the future (laughs) i'll be happy to thank you so much all right Thank you so much.
1: Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode today. Please share your biggest takeaway with me via our community. For new listeners, thank you for tuning in. I invite anyone to explore the resources, links, and show notes available on my website, www.adinamovana.com. If a topic or discussion piqued your curiosity or interest today during the show, you can easily find it there at the website. And if you have any specific topics you would like me to cover, feel free to email me at em at Thank you again for joining me today. And I look forward to connecting with you again next week on Into the Light.